Good morning, dear listener. You're welcome to Nasco Moments. How many times have you washed your hands today? Remember to always stay safe. I am Hudungyang, your host. The missionaries are known to have laid the foundation for Nigeria's healthcare delivery system. Before independence and even after, most of the healthcare delivery facilities were run by mission hospitals, delivering a wide range of modern medical services to the people. Given their impact on the entire healthcare delivery system of the country, last Saturday we began a conversation on situating the historical role of mission hospitals, fashioning a new model to address 21st century health and medical challenges. We were able to discuss how it all started, the vision of the founding fathers of mission hospitals, where they are in the scheme of things today, and a lot more. This morning on your favorite Nasco Moments radio show, we will continue from where we stopped last Saturday. And leading the discussion again is Dr. Joshua Sully from the Family Medicine Department, Joss University Teaching Hospital, Juve, as he gives us his thoughts and perspectives on situating the historical role of mission hospitals, fashioning a new model to address 21st century health and medical challenges, part two. Welcome to the Nasco Moments show. Stay with us, we'll be back after this. Mama Shakara, eh? this your shabby city shine on. <laughs> and now we don't fit. How manage? Ah, my sister. Now Bright Text white detergent, oh. Bright Text detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and too? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Hmm. Mama Shakara, me too now Bright Text detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now. So that I go to shine, shine and scent. Scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Welcome back, listener. It's NASCO Moments. We are discussing situating the historical role of mission hospitals, fashioning a new model to address 21st century health and medical challenges, part two. With us in the studio today is Dr. Joshua Sule from the Family Medicine Department, Joss University Teaching Hospital, Jeff. You're welcome, sir. Thank you. As we begin our show, can you just briefly bring the listener up to speed on what was discussed last week? So basically last week we looked at um, the historic role mission hospitals played in the Nigerian healthcare space, how they started, their impact, what they did, and um, the challenges they are currently facing and some solutions as to how to improve them. Alright, looking backwards, mission hospitals used to earn a great deal of respect from patients and the public because of their courtesy and empathy. Would you say that is the situation today? Well, yeah, there have been changes. There have been changes over the years, um, economic, social, uh, which invariably has affected the way uh, mission hospitals have been able to provide uh, care. So to a large extent, it may not be exactly as you know, it was in the 60s and the 50s. Um, but I think Comparably, they are still able to provide um, patient-centered uh, care. But of course, with the challenges they are facing, that makes it very difficult to consistently uh, do. Uh, because of course, uh, the cost of providing you know, quality care keeps increasing. And of course, patients are dissatisfied because they have to pay more uh, you know, in a you know, very challenging environment. So that makes it you know, difficult. But I think mission hospitals have the potential to improve the quality of the care they provide. Let's talk a bit more about these challenges that Mission Hospital face at the moment. Yes. So, um, 
one of the challenges the mission hospitals face is the leadership managerial capacity challenges we talked about that last week uh, in terms of having competent skilled people to run those facilities is a big problem and then of course we talked about the, the financial challenges uh, that we run in a hospital like a mission hospital where majority of the patients are patronized uh, you know, low cadre socioeconomically so it becomes very you know challenging and especially when you look at the context of the burden and complexity of diseases that keeps increasing on a daily basis so it makes it very difficult for them to you know be financially viable and of course um, health you know human resource challenges we talked about uh, they are competing with private public people that are able to pay much much better remuneration so keeping and attracting um, quality people becomes a very big challenge for mission uh, hospitals and of course uh, sourcing supplies equipment you know keeping up uh, up-to-date equipment it's a big challenge for uh, you know for mission hospitals when you consider that most of the time what they generate is what they use to run the hospitals so at the end of the day it becomes very very difficult for them to uh, to be effective and efficient in providing quality care. Now with all these challenges, how can mission hospitals be supported by individuals and organizations to enable them to deliver on their mandates? So for example, uh, mission hospitals, they have you know, strategic plans and goals what they want to do. Um, in some instances or in some areas, we've seen individuals um, who are economically you know, uh, gifted uh, you know, going to these mission hospitals and you know, you know, do some infrastructural work. So, for example, someone goes to the pediatric ward and you know builds a, a pediatric ward and is you know dedicated to the hospital. So, individuals of wards can you know take on projects in some of these mission hospitals to you know to help alleviate the cost of running some of these hospitals. And of course, last we talked about um, government providing opportunities and coming in consistently to help provide or support some of the programs that uh, mission hospitals are undertaking. Um, let's look at Nigeria's health sector generally. What is your assessment of the sector? Well, I think uh, Nigeria health sector is challenged currently. And of course, um, it's still part of the overall uh, challenge we are having as a country. I call it the same port syndrome. It's the same problem you know, you find in other sectors of the economy. So we are all in the same pot together, so to speak. So Nigerian healthcare sector is quite challenging in almost all the fronts, in terms of uh, financing, in terms of human resource, you know, operations, equipment, resources. So the challenges are there. But I, I believe that, uh, you know, with credible leadership in the health space, we are able, we'll be able to um, overcome some of these challenges. So if our problem has also been leadership. How do we get credible leadership going forward? Yes, I think that um, you know one of the things that um, you know has to be done is to uh, focus on training you know key people um, in areas of leadership in the healthcare space. Uh, for example, physician leadership, nursing leadership, and uh, you know so we don't take it for granted that people know what leadership means in the healthcare space. Uh, they need to be trained. They need to have the competence and the skill to operate in that area. 
because when you have a challenging environment, you need your best hands, you know, in the leadership position. So I think for me that the key areas is focusing is for us to focus on leadership and make sure we have the right people, the skilled, competent hands to, you know, chart the course ahead for us in the healthcare space. All right. I will take a break at this point. Thank you very much uh, for the discussion we've had so far. Dr. Joshua Saleh, listener, don't touch the dial. We'll be back to dig in more into the subject. Brightex white detergent, Brightex, Brightex white detergent, Brightex. For your brightest wash, Brightex. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans dip stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Welcome back, listener. This is NASCO Moments. I'm your host, Hudum Gyang. We are discussing situating the historical role of mission hospitals, fashioning a new model to address 21st century health and medical challenges part two. Our guest again is Dr. Joshua Suley from the Family Medicine Department, Joss University Teaching Hospital, Juice. So um, why in your view, doctor, is medical tourism continuing despite the personnel and facilities that we have in the country? Okay, um, medical tourism, of course, there are lots of factors that are fueling, you know, um, the, that industry. Uh, one of those factors is the fact that uh, we don't have highly skilled uh, people uh, in strategic, you know, disciplines uh, that draw people, to, uh, you know, to, to uh, tourism or go for medical tourism. And then, of course, equipment. Of course, this, uh, these are sophisticated, you know, up-to-date equipment that we don't find in the country. So people have to go outside you know, to be able to get access to equipment like that. And of course the support. Uh, you can have maybe a physician or a doctor that is highly skilled, but if he doesn't have the support structure, uh, he becomes very incapacitated in providing the quality care that you know is able to. So that support system is key in delivering you know, that uh, quality healthcare. So people opt to go out because in terms of diagnosis, in terms of therapy, making sure that you ex- you know exactly what the problem has, what the patient you know, has is a challenge. So because of that, people go out you know, to get um, quality healthcare outside. How can incessant strikes in the health sector be curtailed? Well, um, I think you know, for strikes in the health sector, we have to um, we have to look at it from uh, you know a multi-dimensional perspective. That um, one, we have to bring the patient to be the center of care in all you know our policies and uh, practice. Uh, we have to rethink the way we provide care, making sure the patient is at the center of um, our care delivery uh, system. And of course, we have to talk with each other uh, in terms of um, you know collaboration between different players in the healthcare space, and uh, that starts from the training from the schools. You know, uh, we have to put in the curriculum the need 
for collaborative teamwork approach to provide provision of care in this space. So when people are being trained, coming out of schools, they already know in their minds that, yes, I need to collaborate. I think that will go a long way in solving the health problems um, in, the, in, the, um, in the healthcare space. And of course, government has its own role of keeping, making sure that uh, remunerations are equal, equality uh, of, of pay across the board for different uh, players in the healthcare space. I think, um, and then of course, um, more mechanism where people can be paid uh, based on what they do. You know, I think that will go a long way in helping to increase productivity in the healthcare space uh, so that you know that um, you are paid for what uh, the care you are provided. So I think with some of these um, you know, uh, suggestions, Striking the healthcare space can be curtailed to a great deal. What would you consider the positive takeaway from the mission hospital experience that Nigeria can adopt to fashion a new model to address 21st century health and medical challenges? So, one of the key things about uh, mission hospital was collaboration. Uh, you know, collaboration between the local and foreign healthcare providers. Uh, I think that's one area that I see missing uh, in our own context. Take for example, uh, in mission hospitals, you see foreign, you know, doctors come and they are able to perform, uh, you know, surgeries that are not available here. For example, so because of that collaboration, it increases capacity locally. So I think um, Nigeria too can adopt that lesson for med- uh, mission hospitals collaboration, both between uh, specialists across disciplines. Collaboration is the way to go in our healthcare provision. Uh, what particular thing have mission hospitals been doing differently and how can they become uh, the model for 21st century health and medical challenges? So for example, mission hospitals, we've always known them uh, as uh, providers of care to the poor, the neglected, uh, you know, uh, they've pioneered, you know, um, wonderful uh, provision for child and maternal, you know, care. So I think that um, if uh, we look at you know their strengths in terms of the way they embrace you know the downtrodden the poor and um, use that as a model we'll be able to provide uh, patient-centered care where the patient becomes the main driver of all you know the activities in the healthcare space that was the strength for mission hospitals and i think we can adopt that in the you know uh, bigger national health delivery Hmm. That that means, as it is today, the patient is not really the focus of <laughs> our, our medical strategy as it is today. That is really sad. Now let's get back to your book, Rethinking the Role of Mission Hospitals in the 21st Century. What do readers stand to gain and where can it be found and at what cost? Okay. Um... The, the purpose of the book is to begin to generate discussions, debate uh, <clears throat> about how mission hospitals have been run before now, or how they are doing currently, and um, what they need to do in going forward. The terrain has changed, uh, the society has changed significantly. It's not the way it was in the 50s or in the 60s, things have significantly changed. So how can mission hospitals, you know, look at their model and be able to uh, you know, galvanize all their operations to make them relevant in this 21st century as they were in the past. I think that's the core issue 
I want readers to go um, home with. And of course, to know that there are different models um, mission hospitals can begin to adopt. They have to go to the, back to the drawing board and ask, how do we want to provide you know, the care? Are we targeting you know, primary, secondary, tertiary care? You know, making them ask significant, very important questions that will determine you know, um, the way forward for mission hospitals. So that's the core thing I think the reader stands to gain uh, from the content of the book. Uh, the book will soon be launched and will be available in most of the bookshops. And um, for now, it's, um, uh, the cost is about 700 naira per copy. All right, um, I'd like to take you back to uh, one of the issues we talked about earlier. That the missionaries, when they were working in the hospitals, they had more empathy. Um, for patients and uh, communities around them showed them a lot of respect. Now today you find private hospitals who treat their, their patients uh, very nicely, very professionally because it is the policy of the hospital and because the owner of the hospital expects them to do just that. Now as mission hospitals, why can't we expect the same, especially considering who owns these hospitals? Yeah, I think. Um my answer to that would be that uh, training of personnel is key. Uh, when the missionaries were here in the, in the olden days, 50s and 60s, you know, 70s, they created a culture, a culture where everybody was important, where people, you know, people were, you know, were the center, the core of all their activities. And it wasn't left to individuals to determine that. It was a culture, it was instituted and almost like a policy um, and if you don't if you didn't go by those uh, you know uh, policies or you know tenants uh, you are sanctioned so I think we need to go back to uh, to that uh, model making it mandatory but by teaching continuously teaching people healthcare providers what it means to be customer centric what it means to be patient centric you know what it means that patients you know ought to be the center of the care we provide. I think if we take it deliberately and incorporate it in our training and curriculum, I think we'll begin to see uh, very good results. What more would you want to say to the listeners as we round up this discussion? Well, I want to say that uh, mission hospitals have great potential to help you know, uh, in the delivery of healthcare in Nigeria. Of course, government does not have the capacity to, able to provide care for every citizen. So it has to, you know, support uh, mission hospitals, uh, NGOs, and uh, you know other people in the healthcare space providing uh, care, so that uh, we can be able to reach, you know, the goal and targets we set us for ourselves in terms of providing healthcare to our citizens. Are we doing enough to reach out to philanthropists, um, you know, the money bags in our in our country, and tell them? Just come on, open a wing for children, for instance, or support the hospital in this way or that way. Are we doing enough in that regard? Yeah, I think I think um, I think from what I've what I've observed that um, there are geographic variations to that. Uh, for example, if you go to southern part of the country, you see a lot of that being done compared to you know this part of the country. So I think there is there's a huge uh, potential in that area. Of galvanizing, you know, our resources and uh, reaching out to people that, uh, uh, you know, have the means to be able to provide some of these um, services that we dearly, dearly need. 
uh, in our own context. It can be infrastructure, it can be equipment, it can be training opportunities. So the potential is there, and I think mission hospitals can launch on that. And even the uh, global, you know, network. Mission hospitals have, you know, that global network. They need to reach out to and be able to leverage on to, you know, to be able to provide uh, quality care in the context of what we are. And that brings us to the end of our discussion. I've been speaking this morning with Dr. Joshua Suley from the Family Medicine Department, Joss University Teaching Hospital, Juve. Together we have been discussing situating the historical role of mission hospitals, fashioning a new model to address 21st century health and medical challenges, part two. I trust, listener, you have learned a lot from this incisive discussion. And I'd like to thank once again very much Dr. Suley for being here today. We have to end the show, listener, but you can follow NASCO's social media handles for lots of exciting information. Visit www.facebook.com slash NASCO group or follow the Twitter handle at NASCO group. You can also freely send feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moment radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. This week on our NASCO Moments Trivia, the question is, in what year was the Nursing Council of Nigeria established? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777. Include your full name and exact location. The question last week on our trivia was, what is the name of the first hospital to be established in Nigeria and what year was it established? The answer is Sacred Heart Hospital, Anambra State, in 1885. We'd like to congratulate our winners, Rinji Nungak from Tudumwada and Steve Joseph from Kuru. We'll call you and tell you how to claim your NASCO gift baskets. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO Group. It was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants. Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department. Producer, Harun Audu. Research and Content Development, George Palm and Harun Audu. Production Coordinator, Solomon Audu, Deborah Galadima and Alex Rubin. Until next time, stay safe. Always wash your hands, wear your face mask, practice social distancing. Always carry hand sanitizers with you. My name is Hudun Gyang. Thank you for listening. And this is NASCO Moments. <laughs>